Hey, Prime members, you can listen to the CBS Evening News with Nora O'Donnell ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the app today. Making sure a business thrives is challenging, but sometimes the solution can lie right in the numbers. Uh, specifically, 37,000, 25, and 1. Now, these aren't just figures. They're a gateway to more visibility and decisive control in your business. Let's start with 37,000. That's the amount of businesses who've embraced NetSuite by Oracle, the ultimate cloud financial system revolutionizing accounting, financial management, HR, and beyond. And 25? That's how many years NetSuite has been helping businesses do everything from accelerating financial closures to slashing operational costs. And every business is unique, making yours the one that matters. NetSuite offers tailored solutions to amplify your key performance indicators, all consolidated within one streamlined platform. Ready to optimize? Download NetSuite's coveted KPI checklist, engineered to elevate your performance consistently, absolutely free. Visit netsuite.com slash cbs now. That's netsuite.com slash cbs. If I asked you how many subscriptions you have, would you be able to list all of them and how much you're paying? If you would have asked me this question before I started using Rocket Money, I would have said yes. But let me tell you, I would have been so wrong. I can't believe how many I had and all the money I was wasting. Rocket Money is a personal finance app that finds and cancels your unwanted subscriptions, monitors your spending, and helps lower your bills. Rocket Money has over 5 million users and has helped save its members an average of $720 a year with over 500 million in canceled subscriptions. Stop wasting money on things you don't use. Cancel your unwanted subscriptions by going to rocketmoney.com slash Wondery. That's rocketmoney.com slash Wondery. Rocketmoney.com slash Wondery. Tonight, the desperate search for survivors after one of the strongest earthquakes to hit Turkey and Syria in nearly 100 years, killing thousands and changing the lives of millions forever. The devastating destruction with thousands of buildings collapsing. Tonight, the international rescue operation and the tense moments as children are pulled from the rubble. The Navy divers searching the coast of South Carolina for debris from that Chinese spy balloon. The news today about three other balloons that went undetected during the Trump administration. Toxic train wreck, the dangerous material released after a train crash in Ohio near Pennsylvania. Tonight, the governor worried about the hundreds of families with children that haven't evacuated. Neo-Nazi arrested. The FBI accuses two people of trying to, quote, completely destroy Baltimore by attacking the city's power grid. Close call on the tarmac. The new investigation tonight after two planes nearly collide in Austin. Important news tonight for Social Security recipients. The largest annual increase in four decades. But is it enough to help with the soaring cost of groceries? And music's biggest night. And Beyonce's historic Grammy win. This is the CBS Evening News with Nora O'Donnell, reporting tonight from New York. 
Good evening and thank you for joining us as we begin a new week together. There are new developments tonight in the Chinese balloon story. The Pentagon revealing today that the U.S. Navy has collected a majority of that Chinese aircraft shot down over the weekend off the South Carolina coast. And the senior U.S. general responsible for bringing down that balloon making a stunning admission. There were four more spy balloons one under President Joe Biden, and three during the Trump administration. We're going to have more on that in just a moment. The other big headline, officials in Ohio and Pennsylvania are closely monitoring that toxic situation after a train derailment. Communities are under evacuation orders and some people refusing to leave their home. But first, nearly 4,000 people are dead after a 7.8 magnitude earthquake hit Turkey and Syria. The death toll is climbing after the collapse of thousands of buildings. Rescue crews are still searching for survivors. So far, nearly 8,000 people have been rescued. And the United States joining more than 20 other countries to pledge aid in support of Turkey. CBS's Chris Livesay was going to start us off tonight from Istanbul. Good evening, Chris. Good evening, Nora. As many as 20,000 people may have been killed, according to the World Health Organization. Now, that initial powerful quake struck just after 4 a.m. as most people were sleeping, followed by an unusually strong second earthquake and dozens of aftershocks. Buildings collapse faster than people can flee, killing thousands and trapping countless more. This little girl is one of the lucky ones to escape. Others, still trapped beneath their crumbling homes, post videos to social media begging for help. On the surface, a grandmother desperately searches for her daughter and 18-month-old grandson. The bitter cold and snow are making rescue efforts even more grueling. Tens of thousands of wounded crowd into hospitals. Children shake from both the freezing temperatures and the trauma as the death toll balloons. Around the epicenter, little has been spared. Gaziantep's historic castle, which stood for more than two millennia, now in ruins. The president of Turkey is calling it his country's worst disaster in more than 80 years. On the border with Syria, it's a region that's riddled with fault lines and civil war. After more than a decade of dodging bombs and gunfire, the White Helmet volunteers must once again pull small survivors from the rubble. We need the international community to do something to help us, to support us. Northwest Syria now, it's a disaster area. We need help from everyone to, 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 to save our people. <laughs> this newborn could not be saved. The father grieves in agony. Like so many here, he survived a war only to witness new horrors impossible to fathom. Tonight, tens of thousands of people are now homeless, trapped in this freezing cold and snow. Nora, the United States has announced that in order to help that international aid effort, it's sending two 79-person search and rescue crews. The world trying to help. Chris say thank you so much. And we're learning that new information about the Chinese spy balloon that was shot down off the coast of South Carolina over the weekend. Today, a top Air Force general said the Navy will check to see if there were any explosives or hazardous materials on board. CBS's Weijia Jiang is at the White House tonight. Tonight, President Biden is defending his handling of the Chinese spy balloon. I uh, 
told the defense department wanted to shoot it down as soon as it was appropriate. On Saturday, a fighter jet shot it into the Atlantic Ocean after the balloon first entered the U.S. airspace on January 28th. Over the next seven days, it flew over or near four military sites in Wyoming, Montana, Nebraska, and Missouri, and was eventually shot down along the South Carolina coast. This cell phone video shows U.S. Navy personnel on Sunday with what appears to be a white deflated balloon laying across two different boats. Republicans are furious that the balloon was even even able to cross into U.S. airspace. He allowed a full week for the Chinese to conduct spying operations over the United States, over sensitive military installations. The Pentagon assesses that the balloon was up to 200 feet tall, with a debris field the size of 15 by 15 football fields. China claims it was a weather balloon that veered off course, calling the U.S. response unacceptable and an overreaction. Does the balloon weaken U.S.-Chinese relations? No. We've made it clear to China what we're going to do. They understand our position. The White House says similar Chinese spy balloons entered U.S. airspace at least three times during the Trump years, though this information was discovered after the prior administration left. Biden officials would not say how or when they found out about those balloons. While China also uses satellites, balloons are easier to maneuver, can stay longer over one area, and are cheaper. Today, a top aerospace defense commander acknowledged that the Pentagon has missed Chinese balloon threats in the past, blaming it on, quote, an awareness gap that he says the U.S. has to figure out. President Biden says this balloon episode will not change his State of the Union address tomorrow night. Yeah, Nora? just stunning to hear the Pentagon admit that. Weijia Jiang, thank you. Well, tonight, mandatory evacuation orders have been extended in Ohio and Pennsylvania, with residents being told to leave their homes immediately after a train carrying hazardous material derailed near the state border. Well, this afternoon, authorities conducted a controlled release of some of those toxic chemicals to reduce the threat of a catastrophic explosion. Reporter Erica Mokay from our Pittsburgh station, KDKA, is there. Tonight, the scene is still active and dangerous as flames continue to burn this tangled train wreck for a fourth straight day. The company that owns the train blasted small holes in five of the cars to drain them of vinyl chloride, a highly toxic and flammable chemical known to cause cancer. Based on the uh, amount of material in there, it could burn anywhere from one hour to three hours. Officials say they chose a controlled explosion rather than risk a catastrophic one that could have hurled deadly shrapnel up to a mile away. If we don't do that, the car could continue to polymerize and the entire car will break apart. We can't control where that goes. The train had been on its way from Madison, Illinois to Conway, Pennsylvania Friday when authorities say an axle on a rail car apparently failed about 50 miles northwest of Pittsburgh, sending several cars careening off the tracks. About 2,000 residents within a one-mile radius were ordered to evacuate. Last night, the roughly 500 people who stayed were threatened with arrest by the county sheriff's office. You need to leave. You just need to leave. We're ordering you to leave. Uh, this is a matter of life and death. Nate Velez fled his home with his son. And my boy, he's only nine. He's freaking out. So we hightailed it and loaded up and left. What did it sound like out there? Uh, like the apocalypse. 
There have been no deaths or injuries. The company that owns these rail cars says that planned explosion tonight was successful and those hazardous materials are now burning off. And to give you some perspective, that plume of smoke was seen on radar. Nora. Erica Moke, thank you so much. Well, tonight, a woman from Maryland and a convicted neo-Nazi from Florida are charged in an alleged plot to attack Baltimore's power grid. The FBI calls Sarah Clendaniel and Brandon Russell racially or ethnically motivated extremists. Investigators say Russell hatched the plot to shoot multiple energy substations while communicating last year with an FBI informant, calling it, quote, the greatest thing somebody can do. Now he's under arrest. Well, tragedy was narrowly averted at an airport in Texas this weekend. The FAA and NTSB are investigating a near collision of two planes at the Austin Bergstrom International Airport on Saturday. CBS's Chris Van Cleve has more. 1-8 left, said the Said the land, 1-8 left, FedEx. 1432 heavy. A FedEx 767 was just minutes from touching down at Austin's airport Saturday morning in foggy weather when air traffic controllers gave Southwest Flight 708 permission to take off from the same runway. The runway 18 left clip takeoff traffic three mile final is a heavy 767. Okay, 170, for takeoff, 18 left, copy the traffic. Preliminary data shows the FedEx jet passing directly over the Southwest 737 and the 128 people on board. Southwest aboard. FedEx is on the go. No one was hurt, but it appears the planes were separated by only about 75 feet before the FedEx pilots pulled up. The tail on this Boeing 737 is about 41 feet above the ground. So this was potentially a very close event. Former NTSB chairman Robert Sumwalt. It was the FedEx crew that first identified the problem and then executed the go around. How did the controllers not see that? That's going to be one of the main questions that the NTSB is going to want to find out. Just last month, another near disaster was averted when an American Airlines 777 taxied in front of a departing Delta flight at New York's Kennedy Airport. The Delta pilots slammed on the brakes to avoid a collision. FAA data shows at least 14 runway incursions involving airliners over the last 10 years where a serious collision was narrowly avoided. Chris Van Cleve, CBS News, Phoenix. We turn now to the economy and your money. In January, Social Security recipients received their largest annual increase in four decades as the government tries to compensate for the sharp rise in inflation. But with almost everything costing more, from gas to groceries, that increase doesn't go as far as you might think. Here's CBS's Carter Evans with tonight's Money Watch. The only way 81-year-old Judy Allen can afford her groceries is with government assistance. I get uh, SNAP, or food stamps, they used to call them. She struggles to make ends meet on a monthly Social Security benefit of about $1,000. That includes this year's cost of living increase of 8.7%. $80 more for Allen, wiped out by inflation. It's really not enough for anybody. Our rent went up, food goes up. So really, uh, we're not getting a raise. Nearly half the people in this country do not have access to a retirement plan at work. Neither did Alan, so she moved to Montana where she thought her money would go further. Moving to Montana was basically my dream retirement. I figured the golden years were going to be wonderful. It's an individual story, but it's an increasingly universal experience. 
Ramsey Alwyn, president of the National Council on Aging, says potential legislation to reduce Social Security and Medicare benefits could hurt millions. So Social Security is all they have. For one in four, it is more than 90 percent of their income in retirement. So what are you telling people who are about to retire in the next couple of years and they're just now realizing that Social Security isn't going to cut it? If you want and need and can work longer, think about it. Consider delaying Social Security. Without a Section 8 government housing voucher, it would take almost all of Allen's Social Security check just to cover rent. Sometimes you feel, gosh, am I going to have to go out and get a job again? Well, I'm 81 years old. Who's going to hire me? <laughs> now, keep this in mind if you're trying to max out your benefits. Every year that you postpone filing for Social Security, the amount you get goes up by 8%. Now, financial experts say it's never too late to start saving for retirement and take advantage of some of those tax benefits that certain retirement accounts offer. Nora? That's good information. CBS's Carter Evans, thank you so much. Well, turning now to the war in Ukraine, officials there say Russia is assembling more troops as it prepares for a new military offensive tied to the war's one-year anniversary. Russia has been relying on mercenary soldiers from the notorious Wagner Group. CBS's Deborah Pata spoke to one member in an exclusive interview. A hired gun no longer calling the shots. We met Wagner mercenary Vlad being held by Ukrainian military intelligence. The murky Kremlin-backed paramilitary group has been leading the charge in the bloody battle for Bakhmut, bolstered by convicts recruited from Russian penal colonies. Vlad said he'd already served over half of a three-year jail term when he accepted a devil's deal, fighting in Ukraine for freedom and cash. Wagner's like a meat grinder. They don't care if you return home. He was pitted against Ukrainian tanks with little more than a rifle. Our brothers were getting killed in huge numbers. There were mountains of bodies. Wagner boss Yevgeny Prigozhin was filmed surveying some of those bodies piled high at a makeshift morgue near the front line. Their final destination, a special cemetery in Russia filled with freshly dug graves. And if Prigozhin's new recruits refused to fight, you're just killed. That's it. If you don't agree with an order, you're simply killed. And did you see this happen? Yes. One of the fighters was too scared to fight. They made him dig his own grave and shot him. He claims he saw three other comrades executed with a bullet to the head, but insists he played no part. There are specially trained people to do that, a security group that can do anything to you. If he could turn back time, he says he'd choose the brutality of a Russian prison cell over the carnage of a Ukrainian battlefield. Deborah Pada, CBS News, Kiev. A massive inferno ripped through a furniture warehouse in a Chicago suburb today. That story is next. This episode is brought to you in part by Audible, your go-to destination for thrilling audio entertainment. Whether you're looking for a hair-raising experience to enjoy while you're on the move or eager to dive into sinister and shocking tales, Audible has an exclusive collection of thrillers from best-selling authors that will keep you on the edge of your seat. Like The Guest List by Lucy Foley. Experience stories like never before, where every chilling detail is brought to life by captivating sound design. Plus, as an Audible member, choose one title a month to make yours forever. 
And now, new members can try Audible free for 30 days. Just visit audible.com slash WonderyPod or text WonderyPod to 500-500. That's audible.com slash WonderyPod or text WonderyPod to 500-500. As you write your life story, you're far from finished. Are you looking to close the book on your job? Maybe turn a page in your career. Be Continued at the Georgetown University School of Continuing Studies. Our professional master's degrees and certificates are designed to meet you where you are and take you where you want to go. At Georgetown SCS, the learning never stops, and neither do you. Write your next chapter. Be continued at scs.georgetown.edu slash podcast. A massive fire burned for hours today at a sprawling 230,000-square-foot furniture warehouse in a Chicago suburb. Several buildings nearby were damaged. The massive cloud of smoke could be seen for miles. Luckily, no one was hurt. Big ticketing changes coming to America's largest movie theater. Details next. AMC movie theaters will soon begin charging more for the best seats in the house. A new three-tiered ticket system starts this Friday at AMC theaters in New York, Chicago, and Kansas City. Front row seats will be among the lowest priced, with those in the middle costing more. Popcorn? Still expensive. All right, the biggest moments at the Grammys. That's next. As a professional welder, Shayna Ford uses Forge FX to practice over and over, which helps her improve her skills. The more muscle memory that you have, the smoother your weld is. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like updating turbines at one of our Indiana wind farms and producing more oil and gas with fewer operational emissions in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Finally tonight, it was a night of celebration and history at the 65th annual Grammy Awards in Los Angeles. Here's CBS's Janet Shamlian with the biggest moments from music's biggest night. We are witnessing history tonight. Beyonce, officially the GOAT of the Grammys. I'm trying to just receive this night. Queen Bee reigning with her 30-second win, the most of anyone ever. You changed my life. Lizzo paid tribute after her own win. The way you made me feel, I was like, I want to make people feel this way with my music. The highest on album of the year going to Harry Styles. But the night's biggest winners were music fans. Performances by Smokey Robinson. Stevie Wonder with Chris Stapleton. And the night scene stealer. An epic tribute to 50 years of hip hop by decades of its legends. 
a high-powered celebration of our universal language, music. Janet Shamley and CBS News, New York. And what a night. And a reminder, CBS News primetime coverage of President Biden's second State of the Union address and the Republican response will begin tomorrow night at 9 p.m. Eastern, 6 p.m. Pacific, right here on CBS. We hope you can join us. And that is tonight's CBS Evening News. I'm Nora O'Donnell. Good night. Hey, Prime members, you can listen to the CBS Evening News with Nora O'Donnell ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today, or you can listen ad-free with Wondery Plus in Apple Podcasts. Before you go, tell us about yourself by completing a short survey at wondery.com survey. Survivor's back and so is On Fire, the only official Survivor podcast. And we have a twist, a new co-host, the winner of Survivor 45, D. Valladares. Hi! Listen to On Fire, the official Survivor podcast, wherever you get your podcasts.